Did you know that you make on average 35,000 conscious decisions per day? Unbelievable, right? Whether you know it or not, you are making decisions every second of the day. So if we are so experienced with making decisions all day long, why is there so much anxiety around decision making? Well, in today's episode, we're going to talk about decision making anxiety. We're going to learn what it is, and I'm going to give you several tips to help you as you navigate making all the big and small decisions that come your way. And I hope to inspire you to make the choice. Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So let's get started. Hi there, LaShonda here, and welcome back to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. How are you? I hope that you all are doing well and staying safe. Decisions, decisions, decisions. That is what we're talking about today. I was inspired to talk about this on the podcast because making quicker decisions has been something I've been working on for a while now. And if I must say so myself, I'm doing a pretty good job at it. Okay, I'm trying to make decisions faster. Now, I have not been perfect because if you listen to a couple episodes ago, you know, it took me a long time to decide to come back to the podcast. So I haven't been perfect and I'm sure I have some tough moments in the future, but Making quicker decisions has been a goal of mine because I've noticed that the longer I take to make a choice, the more anxious I become. And thus, I must believe that the longer you take to make a choice, the more anxious you also become. And this is something I have seen when working with my clients, decision-making anxiety. Decision-making anxiety is caused by the fear of making the wrong choice and suffering the negative consequences. It is something that I have worked with many, many clients on because a major fear that people have is making the wrong decision. How many times have you said in your life, I don't want to make the wrong decision or what if I make the wrong decision? What if this isn't the right thing to do? And this causes you to go back and forth and overthink the situation. Again, this is something that I've dealt with before. And I remember when I said, I want to make decisions quicker. The first goal that I set was to choose what I was going to eat quicker. (laughs) Silly, small, petty, I know, but oh so important, okay? I know y'all seen video after video on social media where men are picking at or talking junk about women, being indecisive about what they want to eat. And as much as I hate to admit it, I was one of those people. My husband would ask me when we were out, what do you want to eat? And it was as if he had asked me to solve a trigonometry equation. Like for real, I would sit there and think and think and ponder and go back and forth. Like it was a life or death thing. And it drove him nuts. Like, just tell me what you want to eat. And I know I'm not the only one that has done this. Okay. (laughs) But I had to sit with myself and be like, why girl, why do you do this? And for me, it was because I was overcomplicating my decision. I would say to myself, okay, 
So I want to eat here, but he doesn't like food from there. And the kids really like food from here. So maybe we should go there. But wait a minute, that's on the other side of town. He might not want to drive that far and on and on and on. Instead of just answering the simple question of what do you want to eat? And I learned that if I just answered that question first, then I can find out what everybody else wanted. Then we can make another decision if necessary. And things went a lot more smoothly. I just first had to make the decision, make the choice. We have this type of dialogue in our heads when we make small decisions like what to eat or what to wear. So you can imagine what things sound like in our head when we have to make a big decision. And this is when decision-making anxiety comes into play. So let's talk about a few things that you can do to decrease your decision-making anxiety and help you make decisions more quickly. But first, are you looking for a therapist? If so, here she is. If you'd like to learn more about my therapy and life coaching services, please visit mclaurinmentalwellness.com and you can book a free 15-minute consultation with me. If you think this podcast has been helpful, then you will be blown away about how life-changing therapy with me is because it really is. We can work on decision-making anxiety or whatever else you may be going through. So again, visit mclaurinmentalwellness.com or you can just click the link in the description and learn more. Also, if anything I say here today is helpful, please go and leave a review. Reviews help other people know that the podcast is worth listening to. It only takes a few seconds and I read each and every one of them. So hit pause for a moment and go let me know what you think about today's episode and the podcast as a whole. Appreciate you. Now, the first thing I want you to know about decision making is that most decisions are not final. One of the most freeing things you can remind yourself of when you are making a decision is that you can make another choice. This helps when there's the constant question of what if I make the wrong choice? The answer is you make another choice. (laughs) You don't have to get everything right the first time. You are able to make choices, experience the consequences, and then choose to make another choice if necessary. This can be the case with small decisions such as what to eat or what movie to watch. You can go someplace else if you don't like the food. You can watch another movie if you didn't enjoy that one. Or large decisions such as what school to go to, what job to take, where to live. Yes, there may be an inconvenience in your life to having to make another decision. But still, you have the option to make another decision. Let's say you are considering moving to a new city. You make the choice, you go to the city, and after a year of being there, you realize it's not cracking up to be what you had hoped. Yes, that sucks. But guess what? You can move again. I tell people all the time, you are not stuck. Staying in your decision is a choice. You can choose to do the work and do something different. The same thing goes for career decisions. You don't know if you're going to like a job until you take the job. So you may make that decision based off of what you know and what you think is best. And you take that job. And let's say you get there and you realize you don't like it. This is not what you want to do. That's okay because guess what? You can find another job. These may not be easy things to do, 
but you can still do it. And because you have the option to make another choice, because your decision is not permanent, there is freedom. There is freedom to try things, even though you don't know if it's going to work out. Because the truth is, you'll never know until you try. But now, knowing that you can make another choice, you can move more freely and with less anxiety. Your decision is not final. You can always make another choice. Now, the next thing I want to bring to your attention goes along with what I just said about making another choice. And that is that most decisions are not life or death. That's why you can make another choice because you're not choosing between life or death in most situations. Unfortunately, though, we treat our decisions like they are life or death, and that causes a lot of anxiety. Now, as a military spouse, I know people who have had to make life or death decisions. And y'all, that is not our life. That is not the life that you are living. So relax, chill out. And make your decision. Remind yourself when you are overthinking and going down the rabbit hole and all the options and all the what ifs and I wonders that this is not life or death. It is okay for you to choose to go left instead of right. It ain't going to kill you. So that's just something I want you to keep in mind that most of your decisions are not life or death. Be thankful for that and move with a lot more peace because of that. The next thing I want you to know about decision making is that indecision is also a decision. Let me do how they do it in church and say that again. Indecision is also a decision. Okay, (laughs) procrastinating or avoiding making a decision does not make the problem go away. Recognize that when you choose not to make a decision, you have already made a choice. You have chosen to run. When you choose indecision, you choose anxiety. When you choose indecision, you choose stress. And in some cases, when you choose indecision, you choose to let somebody else make the choice for you. When you choose indecision, you choose to give away your freedom. Sometimes because since you won't decide, somebody else will decide for you. So please don't choose indecision. Be decisive. Make a thoughtful choice. I don't want you to receive an outcome that is a default because you were indecisive. The next thing I want you to know about decision making is a tip that I hope you put in practice. And that is putting a deadline on your decision. This is one of the best things that you could do for yourself is to give yourself a deadline. And just to let you know, the deadline probably needs to be a lot shorter than you want it to be. I know you want to give yourself a whole week to think about this thing and determine what to do. But the truth is, you really need to just give yourself 24 hours. I know you want to give yourself all day to think about this thing. But the truth is, it just needs 15 minutes. We take too long. And the longer we take, the more we leave room for what ifs, I wonders, maybes and maybe nots. These things just make it harder and harder to filter through the noise and to make a clear decision. Put a time limit on it. Make your choice and keep moving. Don't keep going back. Keep it moving. So I want to challenge you to put a deadline on your decision making. I'll give you an example of how this works. My husband and I were talking about buying a house and emotionally, I wanted to take my time. I wanted to take days and days to look at these houses and just choose, you know, from them and look at them over and over and over. But I knew that that would not be helpful. 
I knew that that would be more harmful than helpful. And that will leave me with, with more questions and still not have an answer. So I had to challenge myself. And sometimes my husband has to challenge me and request that I give him an answer sooner. So in this situation where I really wanted to take days and days to determine what house we were going to buy, we literally saw a house, went to lunch, and after an hour, we chose the house. We didn't know if this was the perfect house for us. We can only go off what we knew, and we decided to make that choice and go with it. One hour of conversation, and that was it. And buying a house is a big decision. The choice was made after an hour. Now, if we had taken days like I really wanted to do, we probably would have missed out on the opportunity. The moment would have passed. So you also need to keep that in mind that your indecisiveness, you taking too long, can cause you to miss out on some great things. You may not know if it's going to work, but you have to just take a chance. And sometimes you got to put a deadline in it to ensure that it happens. The next thing that I want you to do is embrace imperfection in your decision making process. Accept that there is no perfect decision. In the last scenario, we chose our house. We were super happy with the decision, but we had to admit that this wasn't the perfect home. And that's okay because I don't know if the perfect house exists. It's our job to make it that for us now that we've moved in. But if I was expecting perfection, I would still be looking for a house years later. (laughs) Okay, there is no perfection in decision making. There will always be a level of uncertainty. If you are striving for perfection in your decision making process, you will be stuck. You will not move forward because perfection is impossible. If you listen to last week's episode, you know that perfection is an illusion and you will be running towards something that you cannot get. So embrace the fact that decision making is not this thing that's supposed to be perfect. It's a learning opportunity. Every time you make a decision and things don't go the way that you hoped, it's okay. What did you learn? We take what we learned and we apply it to the next time you have to make a decision. That's how you get better and better in life. You make hard choices. We make decisions. We learn from them and we do better the next time. So embrace imperfection in this process. Know that perfection is not possible when it comes to decision making. Know that you will make quote unquote wrong choices. And I say wrong in quotes because right or wrong is so black and white and life is so not. It is full of so many shades of gray. So categorizing a decision as right or wrong is kind of already putting you in a shaky position, okay? But when you make those decisions that you feel like aren't the best for you, you don't have to be so hard on yourself. Remember, you can do something else, but also remember that you aren't supposed to get it right every time in life. That's not how life works. We are not perfect people. We will not get it right and know what to do every time. So when you do have a misstep, learn from it and keep going. The last thing I want to tell you about decision making is to trust your gut. I'm always a supporter of being rational. I'm always a supporter of using pros and cons. I'm always a supporter of of statistics and analytics. But sometimes you just got to trust your gut sis, and trust your gut the first time. Typically, when it's time to do something, you internally know immediately what you need to do. 
The indecisiveness comes because oftentimes, one, we don't want to do that thing that our gut is telling us to do. Or two, we are afraid to do that thing that our gut is telling us to do. But I want to encourage you to go with your gut. Follow it, even if what it's telling you to do is something that you have never done before or something you've never even considered before. Trust your gut. And along with trusting your gut, I also want to encourage you to not seek so much advice. Decision-making anxiety can cause people to seek the answer from somebody else. That makes it easier if somebody else tells you what to do. But I want to encourage you to go inward and do what you think is best instead of what somebody else told you is best. That's another thing that I had to challenge myself to do. In addition to making decisions quicker, it, I also wanted to get less opinions. And it's not that other people's opinions are wrong. It's just that sometimes you don't need it. All you need are your thoughts, your feelings, your desires. And when you add what everybody else thinks and how they feel and their desires for your life, now it's complicated. Now it's not as clear. Now you're even more confused than you already were. So I want to encourage you to trust your gut. Make your decision and then tell people in your life what you've decided to do. This requires you to be confident in yourself. And that's what's most important. So that's it. That's all of the things I wanted you to know about decision making and how to do it with less anxiety. Now, decision making can be stressful, especially when you start to add children and other people into the equation. Things can become really, really complicated really, really quickly. But I want you to know that up until this point in your life, you've been making all these decisions. Just like I said in the intro, you do this all day, every day. You make decisions all day long, whether you are aware or not. So keep that in mind as you go through life and you have to make some tough choices. Remind yourself that this is what you do. You make tough choices all the time. If you reflect back over your life, you'll remember all the times that you thought something was the biggest decision of your life. And you look back at it now and you're like, oh, that wasn't too bad. That wasn't that big of a deal. (laughs) This is just what we do. We make decisions. Just be confident in yourself and knowing that you don't have to be perfect to make good choices. You've never been perfect. And look how far you've come. So I hope that you feel inspired to make another choice when you feel like things aren't going the best for you. To think quickly and put a deadline on your decision-making process and to trust your gut. Don't you let your indecisiveness keep you anxious and cause you to miss opportunities. The world is waiting for you. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. Bye guys.